This episode is brought to you by Kylo Partners. Kylo are your Bullhorn Specialist and Bullhorn's first implementation partner. Our solutions have helped over 950 companies worldwide to streamline, automate, customize, and get more out of Bullhorn. Our products provide you with tremendous ROI, including Kylo Awesome Docs, the complete document management system right in Bullhorn, and the most powerful data management tool in the ecosystem, Kylo Data Tools. To learn more, visit kylopartners.com. This episode is brought to you by Leap Consulting Solutions. Our firm focuses on three areas of opportunity as it pertains to technology in our industry. First is expeditious acquisition of technology, helping you make quick decisions and good investments for the betterment of your organization. The second is business process change management and adoption. And then finally, evangelization of your new differentiators of your digital transformation. Call Leap Consulting Solutions today. What is happening, Rob? Lauren, you can call me Rob the Lobster today. <laughs> you are very, very red, people. You can't see this, but um, if there was a, a name for the color of Rob's face, magenta would be Burnt. pretty accurate. <laughs> Fried crispy. <laughs> oh, God. I went to a high school football game, which in some for some reason was played at noon on Saturday in South Florida. Uh, and I thought I was only going to stay for like a half, but I stayed for the whole game. And I started to like really understand how burnt I was at about the end of the third quarter. So well, like a good New Jersey person, you said Slarida. Hey, you know, hey, Florida. Hey, that's a You, you should have heard yeah. my, my Southern accent while I was in the South all week last week. Oh, really? So. Yeah. I, was, I, do uh, do, I do declare. I had a, I had a little draw for you. Anyway. Oh, you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. We uh, are talking about a hot topic today, and you and I usually don't fall victim to uh, all of the, you know, TikToky trendy topics, but this one could not go without discussion. What is TikTok again? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't have an account in Norway. No, go ahead, Mark. It's where China's watching everything that we do. Hey, hey thank hey. you for saying that out loud. All right. Hey, if they want to watch how much food, like TikToks I watch, go ahead. Um, Let's see. Okay. So we're talking about quiet quitting. Quiet quitting, guys. We're talking about quiet quitting, not how much food I watch on TikTok. Uh, quiet quitting. Um, it is, uh, it's, it's by definition. Yeah. Or, or do you want quiet to quitting by definition, just so everybody's clear, is essentially just doing exactly what's in your job description. No more, no less, no OT, no. You know, that go get them culture that we had, the crush it culture. The, the hustle culture is what they the keep referring to. Culture, yeah. Yes, I think is what they referred it to, uh, referred to it as. Quiet quitting is just doing your job as it's written and maintaining firm, firm boundaries otherwise. Like yeah. muting Slack, turning off Teams, not checking your email, yeah. not volunteering for extra stuff, whatever that stuff Correct. Like. Correct. And so a lot of conversation has been, you know, first the great resignation and now we have this and all the woe is me. Um, remember, the great resignation was people just re-evaluating how work works and what and integrating work into their lives not integrating their lives into work, which is what most large employers have enjoyed for a very long time. And now, thanks to technology, and quite frankly, 
thanks to the pandemic, you know, we have, we now have this method of working from home, of creating culture remotely, um, but with it have come a host of problems. One of those things is fatigue, Zoom fatigue, just fatigue in general, uh, asking more from workers than uh, they traditionally have because times have been tough. And so, you know, I think that it's it's a culmination of all of this uh, rethinking of how work works and people just saying, no more will I integrate my life into work. Work will integrate into my life. Which is how um, other countries have been doing this for a while, by the way. Exactly. Look at Finland. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> have you I, ever seen that TikTok? <laughs> I have seen very few TikToks. Oh my life. gosh. There's like, a good look. Finland versus the USA uh, work ethic. Well, it's, it's hilarious, but uh, yeah. I watch clearly way too much TikTok, but Yes, but that's okay. That's not what we're talking about. Still, that's not what we're talking about. We're still not talking my about TikTok. how much you watch TikTok. Well, yeah, we yeah. might be now. Uh, yeah, you might be now. So, I, yeah, I mean, what, I, I, I jumped in, uh, you know, why are we podcast style to do a little research before this? Uh, honestly, we were, Laura and I were talking last night before we recorded this, and I was like, why is this a topic? It's just people doing their job. And she was like, no, it definitely has to do with fatigue and it's definitely a hangover or some part of the great resignation or the great migration, the great rethink, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I jumped in um, earlier today, did a bunch of control effing and, and searching and listening to podcasts while I was doing my hour walk on the treadmill. Um, and a lot of it goes back to uh, this Gallup poll that mm -hmm. um, this like uh, employee engagement Gallup poll that came out. What did we read? It was like 21% of the world's workforce is engaged. Yep. Um, you know, on the U.S. side, you know, also found interesting, by the way, the U.S. and Canada, are, are jobs have come back very strongly, which was cool, which is also why people can quiet quit because talent's at a premium. There's so there's like 600,000 jobs available in tech alone, and there was only like 40,000 resignations. So like, it's like, or some even smaller than that. Like it was, there's just so much uh, supply on the job side, especially in the U S uh, that I feel, you know, or you can see that, Hey, doing my job, I'm doing it well. I'm just not going above and beyond. And I, what I thought was really interesting and that I resonated with was there was a teacher that was interviewed on one of the, uh, I think time magazines podcast that I listened to. Mm -hmm. And, um, she said basically like, why would I volunteer for all this extra crap? when I'm not going to get paid anymore and there's very limited room for vertical, uh, you know, promotion. And as a former teacher, I was like, the, I used to do all kinds of crap after school, which some of that had to do with coaching, which I was cool with because I wanted to coach. Some of it was just because they told me to do it. But like it was, I was voluntold and they were eating my time up and I had no, I should, you know, so they were compensating for it. So like, I, I get it. I think, I think that one really resonated with me from being a teacher. Um, but yeah, I mean, Guys, if you look at your workforce and only anywhere from 15 to 21% of your workforce is engaged, meaning they find the work meaningful, they're, um, you know, they really can thrive. Responsive, collaborative. Responsive. They may be engaged, like they might be looking for extra work or they're, maybe they're looking for training, right? Um, that's a good sign uh, for your workforce. If they're not like that, um, maybe find out why. Anyway, so this is very interesting. Well, and I think, you know, I, I, I also think that 
this is, and you you saw this in the business a business insider article, and I, I think they're right. You know, uh, this is kind of a, a comeuppance, if you will, of of workers really flexing. You know, flexing there where the balance of power the supply is right side, now. Right? They're on the but, supply you know, side. Yeah, their their dev workers are are sending tremors. Right, employers are really used well, to that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that in and of itself is, you know, we've always seen the balance between the employers and employees, and we've seen it shift over time right now, you know, it's, it's really on the side of the employees, but at some point, at some point we're going to, I know my hands are all over the place. No, at no, some you keep point, elbowing we, the desk. It's really oh, I, funny. I am? Oh. Yeah. Move yourself back at some a little point, bit. <laughs> At some point, we will we will watch this come back into focus. But I think the agencies like Insight Global, who have made mental health a a, a I mean, Bert's put uh, millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars towards making uh, mental health care available to uh, his employees, um, creating. Um, support for employees, making them feel like more than just a number. And I think that the the, the firms that are putting people first um, are are the ones that 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 we see having some success with engagement. So these things are related. This 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 quiet quitting is just a symptom of yeah. of I think it's a symptom of fatigue. Um, Zoom fatigue, uh, more for less fatigue, um, of hustle culture fatigue, of, you know, what's in it for me? And, but not, but I, I agree with you, but also not seeing the benefit of what's in it for me to your last, like what, mm -hmm. you were, what you were saying. I think, I think there's a very strong correlation of, hey, and you said this in an episode a long time ago. I think, I think when we were interviewing Anastasia about the great resignation mm -hmm. um, is, Employees were expendable. Like, if you mass lay off employees in the middle of the pandemic, like, why do they have to be loyal to you? Yeah. And I and I think you said that, and it really resonated with me. By the way, I did not want to do this episode until Lauren said it really has to do with fatigue, and it's still part of all this bigger trend. Um, so I I totally agree with you, and I was I was thinking a lot about you saying that you know, like, if I'm expendable, why am I going to kill myself right. for you? There was so much trust lost in those massive layoffs during the pandemic. And I don't think that employers in general, you know, have done enough have earned to it back. earn back the trust, to earn back the trust to say, look, there is a career path for you. And I, I mean, we're not there. We're, I'm not seeing change in transparency of career path. I'm not seeing a change in resources being given to employees. And I know employers are on the other side going, well, we have to recover, right? And we have to have money to pay for those things. But where are you sharing that? You know, and that's uh, what, what Gary Vee said. Why would you expect the person sitting in that desk to be just as passionate and committed to fulfilling your dream, Mr. CEO, right? Why should, why, you're never gonna find anybody that is as impassioned as you are in fulfilling your dream, but how do we, how do we get them? How do we get them excited? How do we incentivize them? How do we at least make them feel a part of it? Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think employers have done enough to answer for that. Well, I think, I think there's this thing too, where, you know, I don't know the exact 
like exact comparison or the exact percentage, but CEO compensation is at its all time highest compared to employee compensation right now. So if you going back to the point of like, Hey, it's your dream, but you're also getting compensated. Well, money does make up for most things. Uh, and you, you know, all the things you said, or, you know, F you pay me, um, has to apply. And I did actually curse. So I don't have to explicit this one. Um, <laughs> it's not a, but it's not a, it, it doesn't have a, a parental yeah, advice no around parental this advice around that one. Um, but you know, it, it's true. Like money can make up for a lot of things. Compensation make up for a lot of things. So, Hey, you're a thousand percent. Like, I think it's almost more like, you know, fortune 500 CEOs, but like you're a thousand percent X on the, on the, your general employees, average compensation may have to go a little bit so that you can keep better employees because what's more important, which we, we, you and I already know the answer to this question, your talent and your talent of your workforce is dramatically more important than anything else in your business. So, right. Well, and think about this. So what Gen Zers or millennials actually ha got really good at is understanding that the average annual increase given by the average organization is uh, was 3 to 5%. And yet the job hopping increase is over 20%. The salary increase that I can get by job hopping. Now, oh, yeah. uh, now that people's off. As that tables off as as you get older, right? So that that plateaus at some point. You don't get to you don't get to live that forever. However, you know your primary money making years are statistically forty to sixty, and so what I think millennials are doing a great job of, and, and even Gen Zers are saying, "Hey, I'm going to start now." So if I have to job hop to get that salary increase, I'll job hop to get that salary increase. And I say, "All right, employers, let's take note of this." and look for more meaningful ways to add to somebody's bottom line rather than just making them quit. Or we could just complain about it on social media or write sure. blog posts about yeah. it. Yeah. This Have is terrible for your viral. career. This is like, yeah, Ariana Huffington had a great post that went viral, uh, somebody else. But uh, I, I mean, it's, it's all the rage. You're hearing about it everywhere. Um, and I, I think people are starting, like I, there's a lot of articles actually like today, maybe because the Gallup poll came out. I, I couldn't find out when the Gallup poll came out. Um, but I did, I did a lot of research and a lot of it was, was pretty fresh. Um, we're going to share all the links. We're going to share the link to the Gallup poll so you can download it. Uh, but, um, overall, let me, let me just I agree give with you. you. A, yeah, I agree with you on if, the fatigue If you thing. look at the, if, if you, so listeners just Google quiet quitting and you've got, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stories written in the last 15 hours. Yeah, I think that's all the ones I looked at. So I'm so, glad I Googled it today and not two days ago. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, it's, it's something to, you know, keep yourself informed about, but understand that it's a, it's a symptom of a bigger issue. And I, I just think it's overall fatigue, this reevaluation of, you know, work-life integration. I think this misnomer of work-life balance is, is, is out the window. And people are saying, no, I don't have to balance these things. I can live my life. Uh, and we've talked about this retirement, right? My dad is always asking me, you know, when are you, you know, when are you going to retire? You know, cause he did his 30 year stint at well, a big organization and got his retirement and did the thing and then started traveling at, and I, I, I think people are saying, no, BS. I mean, why do I we call, need to require? I, I get paid bull, to do this podcast with you. I call bullcrapola. 
And they're saying, I can have my cake and eat it too. I can vacation while I'm still young. I can do because I can work remotely or I can do this or I can do that. Or I work for an organization that pays for some travel hint to employers about uh, giving people experiences or rather cool than education. just. education, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Education, experiences, travel dollars. Yeah, look at tools like Nectar uh, that are in incentivizing organizations in a new way. Um, I, I think this is about, I think organizations really have to listen to their people. So. Well, I mean, that's usually the the biggest issue, right? The symptoms are all these other things like res resignations or quiet quitting or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, also, you might have to hire more people. I know it's hard right now, but like, if you want people to do extra crap, hire some, some, you know, go to the staffing industry. Hey, we have people who can work, you know, a couple extra hours a week to do these little products that you need done because, you know, your full-time people shouldn't be doing it because that's how you burn them out. Um, so, you know, offer that stuff. That could be a great product, staffing leaders and owners. Um, you know, hey, you know, quiet quitting, quiet quitting extra hours or something. You know, I'm terrible at branding right now. I'm really tired still. So. I will get better. I will come up with a better name for it later. Uh, but yeah, I think there's just so much opportunity to look at your employees, listen to them, fight the fatigue with empathy and just understanding. And also like if someone's working for you and it's your passion, not theirs, that's a great call out, right? Like you either pay them for, for having some passion or you has an empathy that they're not going to because it's unrealistic. Well, and, and, and let's be clear, guys, just because, look, our, our new, our, our younger generation has, has sort of rebranded this quiet quitting. It is what we would have considered disengagement, neglect, withdrawal yeah, from that's the why job, they, yeah. right? It, 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 we're just calling it something new. Uh, and, and quite literally, it is, it, it's people tired. And not seeing the reason why. And not, and not say, having a good why, whether it's money yeah, or, or there's passion. no what's in it for me anymore. There's no, there's no carrot. There's no extra exposure. There's they're there. If you are seeing this happen within your organization, you have a disconnect with your why. Yeah. And then there is a carrot on this call. It's me. So anyway, all right, with that, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. So we'll get uh, in the episode in the show notes. You'll have all the links. Uh, Lauren, this was a fantastic episode. I thank you for making me do this. Uh, you're welcome <laughs> uh, she was like no we're doing it I'm like, okay. we're doing it i'm gonna research for you um but yeah anyway let us know what you guys think let us know what your organization's doing yes um, let us know please. if you were having problems with quiet quitting how can we talk more about it come on the show tell us about yeah. what's 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 going on in your organization and and uh how if you're a terrible boss we'll it. tell you that too directly yes, to your face we will we don't care. We don't pull any punches. If you need to hear that. We'll, we'll definitely, <laughs> sometimes you just need to uh, to just know like, oh man, I'm running a terrible organization. So, hey, or you're running a great one. Either way, we'll tell you. We're just kidding. Our, oh, no, we're not. We will tell you. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Wait, I mean, we will tell you, but maybe not on public radio. <laughs> ah, all right. Hey. <laughs> all right, Lauren, thank you. All right, thanks, Rob. So... Signing off, this is Rob. And I'm Lauren. Now go do something good. Thanks, guys.